0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, and I'm a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And we are jumping right into today's podcast today. And this is an episode which I didn't plan on talking about, but oh, I feel like it's going to be an emotional one. And so I'm just gonna pause here and there to uh, keep it together. But essentially what I wanted to talk to you about today is the fact that I am so tired, guys. I am so tired of people making each other feel like we're not enough. I have been called too skinny, too fat not fat enough I have been told I am too muscular I'm not feminine enough I you know am not I'm just not enough and it's exhausting because on top of being told this by other people these are things that so many of us tell ourselves on a daily basis I don't know what you but I have spent too many years telling myself, "Ugh, I'm not skinny enough. I'm too fat. I'm too this. You know, if I were more like her, I would be more well-liked. I'd be more desirable. I would be more worthy of love. And it's just not true. And so I want to remind you from the bottom of my heart that you are worthy of love exactly as you are. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to work towards health and fitness goals. There's nothing wrong with wanting to get stronger or to, even if you wanted to, lose a little bit of weight to be healthier. But at the same time, no matter what you're working on, you need to come from a place of love because as someone who spent So many years working against my body and punishing my body, restricting my food, depriving myself over exercising because I wanted to be the smallest version of myself. Coming from that place and coming from that mindset never made me any happier. Sure, I lost weight. I got smaller. But even... When I was a size zero, I could tell you the confidence I thought I would have, the happiness I thought I would feel wasn't there because everything I was doing was coming from a place of, well, I need to change in order to be more loved, to be more accepted. So let me be the first to remind you that you deserve love just as you are. And I say this with every ounce of my being but it's true. And as someone who's struggled in silence for years, I can tell you nothing will make you happy when it comes to being a certain size or a certain weight. Those things are not what will make you more fulfilled. Those things will not make you happy long term. So taking the time to learn to love yourself, to take care of yourself, to learn to love and accept your body and to be able to celebrate all that your body does for you each and every day is what will make you happy. This journey is sure as hell not easy. There are going to be days when you wake up And doubt yourself when you look in the mirror and think, what the hell? When you put on your pants and think, crap, there are going to be days when you want to give up. But you, my darling, you are worth all the effort. You are worth all the struggles. And taking the time to take care of your mental health and your physical health. And put those things first. To put those things before the number on the scale and before, you know, your pant size, those are the things that will be life changing. Dressing for your body type and wearing clothes that give you confidence, regardless of the size, that's what will shine through. That's what people will see. And so I want to encourage you to take care of yourself, to nourish your body, to stop skipping meals to stop thinking that you need to shrink yourself in order to be deserving of love because that's just not true and so I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about some of the things that have really and truly helped me be more at peace with my body and that doesn't mean I wake up every single day and think damn girl you look great oh my gosh wow love my body no I wish that were true. I wish that all of a sudden everything just fell into place and every day was amazing. No, some days are still a challenge. I still have to catch myself and snap out of things and be like, no, Nikki, that's okay. That scale has only gone up because you know what? You haven't gone to the bathroom, you went out to eat, you're retaining more water. You know, it's that time of the month, whatever it is. But one of the things that really and truly has helped is talking to myself like a friend. And I mean a good friend. I don't mean one of those surface level friends that could really give a crap about you. I mean a good friend, a best friend. And this means I have a lot of conversations with myself. And I know that sounds silly perhaps, but I think we all have a lot of conversations with ourselves that you don't realize. And those come in the form of self-talk. I'm talking about that little voice in your head that tells you you need to lose weight, that you're not enough, that you need to diet, that you should skip your next meal. I'm talking about that voice. You're already talking to yourself. And how you talk to yourself, oh my gosh, that matters so much because of all the thoughts you have each day, they start to become true. And if you're constantly telling yourself you are unworthy, well, guess what you're going to believe that you're unworthy. And so how you talk to yourself matters. And for me, this has been really simple things like, I think old habits die hard. It's really hard to shift your mentality so that you don't jump to extremes because After spending decades getting on the scale and going, oh my gosh, the weight has gone up. That means I need to diet. That means I need to skip my next meal. I should have salad for lunch. I should add extra cardio. Those are the first thoughts that I would have in my mind. And so to shift my thinking, I need to continue that conversation, but I need to switch it around because yes, those are my first thoughts. And they were for a really long time. So to have my mind not go there has been practice. I've had to create new habits around how I speak to myself. And this might mean asking myself, hey, if you're going to get on that scale, Nikki, how are you feeling? How is your mental health? How are you feeling about your body today? Is getting on that scale going to be healthful and helpful? Because if the answer is no, then why get on it? And so I will have these conversations with myself throughout my day. I'll say, hey, okay, I did feel good. I got on the scale, numbers up. Okay, now I'm not going to jump to extremes. I'm going to, you know, go over why my weight might be up. It's not automatically going to be because I gained a bunch of fat because I had some carbs. No. There's a lot of science and reason and logic behind things. And this is where I try to speak to myself with a logical brain. And, well, you know what? It's, it's not easy. It's been a lot of work and a lot of practice and a lot of repetition. When I, when I decide what I want to eat and I've got a craving for something, sometimes my brain goes, oh, that's an awful limit food. You shouldn't be having that. And I go, No we know that's not true. You're not going to gain weight all of a sudden, just because you've eaten, you know, a carbohydrate, you've eaten pasta, you've eaten bread. That's not how this works. If I consistently consume a surplus of calories, then sure, I will gain weight, regardless if it's a surplus of calories from vegetables or fruit or, you know, things people deem as quote unquote healthy. And I don't mean that there's anything wrong with those things I listed previously. I just mean Gaining weight has nothing to do with exactly the food. I could lose weight and eat nothing but cookies. I sure as heck probably wouldn't feel very good, but I could do it. And this is where I really do believe stopping yourself in those moments. When you catch yourself in the mirror and you think, great, just great. And you have all these negative things to say about yourself, stop, change the narrative. You might say, you know what? Ooh, this pair of pants, not the most flattering today. Let's put something on that's going to make me feel my best. Move on, switch it up. Take that time instead of focusing on, you know, oh my gosh, this pair of pants made me look fat. My love handles are hanging over. What are you going to do moving forward? What are you going to do that's that's going to make you feel good? That's going to give you confidence. That's not going to have you doubting your self-worth. Maybe it's a really old pair of pants that needs to be donated. That's okay. But move on. What are you going to wear that's going to change your day around instead of you being negatively impacted by that all day long? And so this is why self-talk for me is a really, really big one. Something else that has really helped is who I follow on social media. If you are big into Instagram or I don't know, like Snapchat, Facebook, whatever it is, um, who you follow matters. Because if you constantly fill your feed with people who are, I wanna say, of a body type that's not your own, whether it's extremely lean, I'm talking about competition lean, you know, peak week lean, people who are, you know, always counting their macros or calories, and you don't do those things, it can be really hard to feel normal, to feel like what you're doing is okay. Now, I'm not against people competing or counting calories or macros. There is a time and a place for those things for certain people. I said it before, but I'm not someone who could ever do any kind of competition because that would just put my mental health and physical health at risk. I have gone through so much with my disordered eating and binge eating to put myself in a position where I know that that could impact that. But there are some people who have a great relationship with food who can simply, you know, cut back in calories, do certain things and then get back to life. But following people who resonate with you, who are, I want to say, not a mirror image of you, but reflect more of you. If you follow people who are you know, a size zero, or a size two all the time, you're going to think that being a size zero and a size two is the norm. And there are some people who will always be that lean and that, you know, that size their entire lives. They will be able to, you know, eat and drink whatever they want and maintain that in a relatively healthy way. They're not going to be starving themselves. They're not going to be doing tons of cardio. They'll just be able to maintain that. And that's that's great, great for them, right? This isn't a one body type is better than another. Absolutely not. Healthy is always going to look different on each of us. You might have to gain five pounds and that will be your healthy body weight. That's where you're gonna feel your best. You're gonna have great energy levels. You're gonna recover well from your workouts and you're gonna just feel like you're thriving. You might say, hey, you know what? I lost seven pounds and I feel my best. I feel like I have so much more energy I'm able to, you know, run faster or farther, whatever it is. But there are going to be so many different places on the spectrum of what is going to be healthy for different people. And so when you follow a wider range of people, you know, different backgrounds, different strengths, people who love health and fitness because they love health and fitness, people who love getting strong, people who love, you know, eating and creating great recipes that have nothing to do with calories or fat loss or anything like that. It's really important to have that diversity in your life because social media is an echo chamber. And I've said this before in previous podcasts, but especially with Instagram, Instagram sees that you follow, you know, this type of person. Well, guess what your explore page is going to be filled with? More people who fit that description. And before you know it, you end up going down some rabbit hole of where you think the entire world looks and eats a certain way. And that just isn't true. There are people feeling their best and doing their best in all walks of life, doing very different things. There are people doing yoga and, you know, eating paleo, people doing keto and people doing a plant-based diet who are all thriving in their own way. There is no one best way to achieve your goals. There is no one best way to become your healthiest self. It will take time. It will take experimentation. It will take commitment on your part to see what works best for you. And I can't tell you what's going to work best for you because we're all different individuals. I can tell you, yeah, you should prioritize water. Make sure your sleep is in check. Make sure you're managing your stress prioritize protein, weight lift, get your steps. And there are so many different things that I could tell you. And for some of you, it's going to make all the difference. And for some of you, that's not the one thing that's going to make the big difference. But I will say how you talk to yourself. And if you can find people and fill your life with people in real life and on social media who remind you that it's okay to find your own way to get to the place you want to be. It does help. And so, no matter where you're at in your journey, please remember that you are worthy of love. You do not wait to get to, you know, your end goal to be deserving of love or to start loving your body or start taking care of yourself. If you come to your health and fitness journey from a place of love, it makes it so much easier. I'm someone who, when I started my journey over five years ago, it was for aesthetic reasons. I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to, you know, feel better in my skin. And it took me several years to get in a groove where I didn't hate working out, where I didn't restrict my food, where I didn't feel like I needed to earn my meals. Because the truth is you don't, you don't need to earn a meal. You don't need to keep ignoring your cravings over and over. When people ask, Oh my gosh, how do you deal with like a chocolate craving? Or I'm like, you eat the chocolate, eat the chocolate and move on. Because when you're constantly trying to control everything and restrict things and, you know, be quote unquote, perfect, you're suffering and you're struggling in a whole other way. And so my, my advice is always the same. Focus on something you can adhere to long-term. Focus on small, sustainable lifestyle changes, which you know you actually enjoy that you can keep up with. Maybe it's adding a little bit of extra veggies, maybe it's adding a bit of extra protein, an extra glass of water, a short walk after dinner. They don't have to be life changing things. You don't need to give up pizza and pasta and your favorite foods to get to where you want to be. You shouldn't give those things up. Life is far too short to be so strict and rigid with your eating and exercise. I promise you, you are not going to get to the end of your life and be like, crap, I shouldn't have had those nachos. No, you're thinking, huh, shouldn't have wasted five years on that relationship. Shouldn't have, you know, gone on that trip and drank that water. But you're not going to care about those little things. And I know those little things can feel huge in the moment. That you can do something and think, it's over. I shouldn't have done that. Now I have to start again. Ugh. No. It's not about being perfect. It's about showing up for yourself every day and doing the best darn job you can. And that's going to look different every day. Some days you're going to give 110% and feel amazing. And some days you're just going to barely show up, struggle through everything, and call it a day. And that's still a win in my books. Every day you show up for yourself, even if in a small way, you're winning. You're coming out ahead. Two steps forward and one step back is still one step forward. Don't discount little amounts of progress. Celebrate those things because this stuff is tough. And you showing up for yourself is something that needs to be celebrated. Set goals for yourself, but be realistic and be kind to yourself along the way. All right, my loves, thank you so much for listening. And if you've made it this far in the episode, I'm sending you lots of love and a big, big hug. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you are enjoying this podcast, take a second, leave me a five-star review, leave me a comment, get in touch with me on Instagram at justget.fit. And if you have any questions or are interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can email me at nikki at justget.bit. That's Nikki. N i k k i at justget.fit.